Chapter Thirty of Pollyanna by Eleanor H. Porter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirty. Jimmy takes the helm. It's Jimmy Bean. He wants to see you, ma'am. Announced Nancy in the doorway. Me? Rejoined Miss Polly, plainly surprised. Are you sure he did not mean Miss Pollyanna? He may see her a few minutes today if he likes. Yes'm. I told him, but he said it was you he wanted. Very well. I'll come down and Miss Polly arose from her chair a little wearily. In the sitting-room she found, waiting for her, a round-eyed, flushed-faced boy who began to speak at once. "'Ma'am, I suppose it's dreadful what I'm doing and what I'm saying, but I can't help it. It's for Pollyanna, and I'd walk over hot coals for her, or face you, or anything like that, any time. And I think you would, too, if you thought there was a chance for her to walk again. And, and so that's why I come to tell you that as long as it's only pride and it at something that's keeping Pollyanna from walking, why I knew you would ask Dr. Chilton here if you understood. What? interrupted Miss Polly, the look of stupefaction on her face changing to one of angry indignation. Jimmy sighed despairingly. There, I didn't mean to make you mad. That's why I begun by telling you about her walking again. I thought you'd listen to that. Jimmy? What are you talking about? Jimmy sighed again. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, then, tell me, but begin at the beginning, and be sure I understand each thing as you go on. Don't plunge into the middle of it as you did before and mix everything all up. Jimmy wet his lips determinedly. Well, uh, to begin with, Dr. Chilton came to see Mr. Pendleton, and they talked in the library. Uh, do you understand that? Yes, Jimmy. Miss Polly's voice was rather faint. Well, the window was open, and I was weeding the flower bed under it, and I heard him talk. Oh, Jimmy, listening? Twasn't about me, and twasn't sneak listening, bridled Jimmy, and I'm glad I listened. You will be when I tell you. Why, it may make Pollyanna walk. Jimmy, what do you mean? Miss Polly was leaning forward eagerly. There, I told you so nodded Jimmy contentedly. Well, uh, Dr. Chilton knows some doctor somewhere that can cure Pollyanna, he thinks, make her walk, you know. But he can't tell sure till he sees her, and he wants to see her something awful, but he told Mr. Pendleton that you wouldn't let him. Miss Polly's face turned very red. But, Jimmy, I, I can't. I couldn't. That is, I didn't know. Miss Polly was twisting her fingers together helplessly. Yes, and that's what I come to tell you, so you would know, asserted Jimmy eagerly. They said that for some reason, I didn't rightly catch what, you wouldn't let Dr. Chilton come, and you told Dr. Warren so, and Dr. Chilton couldn't come himself, without you asked him on account of pride a profession it, it well, uh, something anyway, and they was wishing somebody could make you understand, only they didn't know who could. And I was outside the window, and I says to myself right away, By jinx, I'll do it. And I come, and uh, have I made you understand? Yes, but, Jimmy, about that doctor, implored Miss Polly feverishly. Who was he? What did he do? Are they sure he could make Pollyanna walk? I don't know who he was. He didn't say. Uh, Dr. Chilton knows him and says he's cured somebody just like her, Dr. Chilton thinks. Anyhow, they didn't seem to be doing no worrying about him. Twas you they was worrying about. 
cause you wouldn't let Dr. Chilton see her. And say, you will let him come, won't you? Uh, now you understand." Miss Polly turned her head from side to side. Her breath was coming in little, uneven, rapid gasps. Jimmy, watching her with anxious eyes, thought she was going to cry, but she did not cry. After a minute she said brokenly, "'Yes, I'll let Dr. Chilton see her. Now run home, Jimmy, quick. I've got to speak to Dr. Warren. He's upstairs now. I saw him drive in a few minutes ago.' A little later Dr. Warren was surprised to meet an agitated, flush-faced Miss Polly in the hall. He was still more surprised to hear the lady say, a little breathlessly, "'Dr. Warren, you asked me once to allow Dr. Chilton to be called in consultation, and I refused. Since then I have reconsidered. I very much desire that you should call in Dr. Chilton. Will you not ask him at once, please? Thank you.' End of chapter 30